Hey, my name is Lil Humble, and you're listening to the Us People Podcast with Xavier Rocks. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Us People podcast. I'm your host, Savio Rox, and today I'm I'm happy to have Little Humble here, who is a rapper from Africa. Little Humble, thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you? I am doing good. Thank you too for having me. It's a good day today. <laughs> oh, bless you. No, it's, not, it's definitely nice to have you on board on the Us People podcast, and you are so far away, but yet you are consistent i've watched your videos and i'm so impressed with what you've come up with and i know we've had it a little bit difficult to get this podcast done because of everything that's going on but the first thing i want to ask you is tell me a little bit about your background of where you grew up and what made you fall in love with music oh okay i grew up in uh the northwest region of Cameroon and the name of my town was is Kumbu town it's mm, it's called Kumbu or Banso or Tobin whichever it's, it has many names but I come from a neighborhood called Tobin and it's not really a big neighborhood but it's very popular in the northwest region because the people from my area are very nice you know they have a very rich culture rich heritage they they love themselves they love their language and dialect and whatever they do like food so my background uh, and i don't really have like good memories when i think about my childhood now i grew up because i grew up like in the worst of conditions that any human being can ever grow up in because it was really really poor and uh i would say i'm under average life wow. i had as a kid going to school under the worst of conditions and our family wasn't like one of the big families in society we were regarded as a low class family and we had to struggle a lot you know so yeah those are the kind of memories i have in my childhood not like um memories that I can cherish. I have like, you know, just sad memories of my childhood and I was always in tears and always in pain and always wanting to be like some other kids and wishing I had more. Well, what made you decide that music is something that you want to get into? Oh uh, yeah, it's because of that background and where I came from that made me to get into music. Like, my family was not divided but i didn't get like a lot of love from my family and i felt neglected you know i felt like i wasn't part of the family like 100% i don't know why i had that feeling like maybe it was because of the treatment i received and they never noticed but i felt really bad and so most of the time at a very very young age i started listening to rap music and hip hop music and it wasn't common in my neighborhood because people didn't have the the ears they didn't understand what those rappers were saying but at a very young age I started listening to that 
and I could hear what those rappers were saying. I could relate to them. I could hear I knew words like depression. I knew words like uh, having bad times and, and believing and, and all that. So rap became a really big part of me, even more than my family and friends and most people were. So I kind of had like too much music and I got stuck to that music. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so that that was that's the reason why I got into music like we all my body. <laughs> How would you describe your music compared to other people's music who's already out there? The question. I know what that question means. Today, people make um how they call it commercial music. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they call it. And yeah, of course, you need to sell that music. So um, instead of just making commercial music, I'm trying to I'm trying to bring a lot of factors together. I'm trying to bring the commercial aspect, the cultural, the lyrical, the emotional, and the loving part of music, soothing part of music. In as much as I want to market that music. I need that music to reach the hearts of people so they can experience what I experienced. They can relate to me, not just fully commercial. And of course, some people would rap and sing about things that don't make sense because they want to make money off that. Yeah, that's true. I don't believe in that. I don't. I can't make that kind of music. That's not me. Yeah, that's true. What made you understand? that you don't want to be like everyone else. You want your music to be heard in a different way and for it to capture people's hearts instead of you being just like everyone else. Um, I've always been different growing up. I've always been different from the people around me, from the, from the crowd. I've always been the one that people say, that kid, yeah. that kid has something, that kid. So in Africa, Cameroon, especially there isn't lyrical music you know there isn't music that people can listen and, and and cry listen and feel so happy listen and you know learn something get lessons in life and, and i saw a lot of that before deciding to get into music full time there wasn't any music from cameroon that i could listen and feel and relate to because all the music that came out was just dancing music and clubbing music and you know rowdy music and people just shook their heads and it wasn't time for meditation and i knew that the purpose of music was to listen yeah and let that music move you to action to do something good or better or bad or whatever so that's why i decided like wait hold on i can be the reason music is restored to its rightful place yeah. even though i am from camera i love when i hear stuff like that i don't usually ask people this question and but i'm gonna ask you how did you get your name little humble because little humble is such even the word humble is only described with people who have that humbleness in their heart and are kind, considerate, compassionate, 
love what they do and they also show that towards other people I don't like I said I don't always ask people where they get their names from because I feel that's kind of a cliche thing where everybody asks someone where they get their name from and and that's not the kind of podcast that this is about it's about you expressing who you are as an authentic person but I was intrigued because I always use the word humble in mostly everything I do but how did you get your name little humble why did you choose little humble that, that's that's a really really nice question because it took me a long time i'm gonna tell you <laughs> one of the hardest things about becoming an artist is to pick a name yep <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy because you see all these names and you see all these people and they kind of fit their names you see like eminem he just looks white and he just looks uh intelligent he just looks like (laughs) his name and i see the other people so it's really scary but because i wanted my music to everything about my music to have a story yeah to not just be in french we call it parazar and like to just mean nothing no i wanted everything about who i want to be to mean something so I started looking for words I could fit. Uh, initially, I was called uh, YG, YG, like YG in, in, in America. Yeah. But then there was already a YG, and I didn't want to have the name clash. And I switched to some other names, but finally, there was the humble aspect. And I, what I'm doing, the kind of music I'm doing is daring. Like no one has ever stuck to doing hip-hop rap music from Cameroon in pure English and stay with it. I am like the first to ever do that, so I'm daring everyone. And I needed a name that's gonna not exalt me, but give people the impression that this kid doesn't want people to see him like, like a big person. They want to see his music as a big thing not the person i want to be humble but make my music the biggest thing ever that's a good answer for the question i just i just asked (laughs) i think i got my i think i definitely got my answer that i was looking for and i'm little i'm little i'm little i'm not big so i'm little and little little is short from little so i'm little (laughs) (laughs) if there was one artist out there that you would love to work with and you've got a bright future ahead of you what one artist would you choose to work with i guess that would be little baby little baby yeah wow tell me about little baby little baby i started listening to little baby when people didn't even see who little baby was yeah and in all of Lil Baby's songs, he always spoke about his struggle and how and how he was planning or how he was going to quit selling drugs and become something else. There was always something about his music. He didn't make music just for, for people to like buy or for commercial purposes. No. And he didn't make music that didn't sound nice. 
like I had all the little babies beats and they they were so they were catchy and they put you in a state where you get to think you get to to feel good whatever emotion you want yeah he put you yeah. in that state before coming on and he's been so consistent he hasn't changed like in 2020 the songs he's releasing now the bigger picture that's for me the number one song in the world he had been releasing songs like that in 2017 but people just never saw that because he wasn't like the big image they can see today but i believed in little baby light from the start and I just knew he was gonna be one of the biggest, one of the greatest to ever be in hip hop music. And I just think I have his mentality. I cannot, he doesn't change to suit people. And the things he says, he's never gonna stop saying them because people don't wanna hear them. Yeah. That's exactly who I wanna be. Is it because so he's, he's telling like, the truth? Of course, of course he's telling the truth. He says like, He's not gonna lie, he told people not to sell and buy guns. That was because he had no choice. No rapper would say that. Like they would they would say either buy a gun or don't buy a gun. They're not gonna say what he says. So he's like me, he's weird. And when you're weird, you're most creative. Like you said, right? Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that. You said, "Oh, I'm crazy." I said, "No, you're not crazy." I said, "You're, you're unique. It's, it's good to be crazy." Where would your creativity come from if you were not crazy? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So, I agree <laughs> so for me, you being crazy is most probably one of the most positive attributes that you will always have, and never let anyone take that away from you sure i can't as a rapper where do you get your writing skills from because that tells your story to the people that makes the people connect with you and interact with you as an individual where do you get your st i know you're saying to me i know you said to me that you've had a bad life and things haven't been the best for you but there are so many people out there little humble that would stop and give up but you didn't you keep going and you keep going but within that how do you structure your story to write a song for the people to hear uh, uh yeah that's that's probably difficult it's it's really difficult to come up with a song for for me um, I can't just sit down and write a song for nothing. Yeah. I don't work like that. So in the course of the day, for example, I can go out of the house and I meet someone and the person reacts in a certain way. People think that person is crazy and uh, or stupid or a bad person. Those are the kind of people I like to talk to. Yeah. And I go close to them and I, I'm like, what made you do this? And why did you do this? And then we laugh, you know, and I'm like, oh, it's crazy, but I don't think. And from there, I get a story. Now, when I come back home, there is always a part of me that relates to that person. To that thing that I saw, to that thing that I imagined. Sometimes I sleep at night and I have a dream 
or a memory of something that happened that day. And I wake up and I draw a line, a link between those two events. And I put out a caption for a song. I have about 70 songs I haven't recorded that I write like that. Yeah, like, like today, I just wrote a song because I spoke to someone who told me she doesn't sleep unless she takes pills. She must take pills to sleep because she can't sleep. And it's because of too many things that happened to her and she probably doesn't know it's it's really bad. And one of my highest motivations, one of the main things I want to focus on in my career and one of the things I rap about in all my songs is drugs. Yeah. Um, people have this idea that drugs make you better. You get stimulated, you get high, you get reasonably dangerous. And to me, that's crazy. It's totally crazy. And it's like, I'm fortunate. It's like I'm lucky. Every time I get out, there's a situation that connects me to drugs. And there's a situation that brings me to a story. And now I can put it in the song. Every song I write, I have a line about drugs. Where I'm either saying, these drugs are going to kill you. These yeah. drugs are gonna not going to make you better. These drugs so... I think there is too much um, for me to speak and write, and that's the truth, and that people can relate to. There's so much to talk about. You know, when I see people like rappers saying they can't write lyrics if they don't smoke, they don't take drugs, then I'm like, what? Why are you a rapper? What you call yourself a rapper for? I mean, there is so much to talk about. There is everything to talk about. That's true. Yeah, so I'm always motivated. I can right see, now, I guess. I can see you're passionate about, even when you're talking to me at the moment, I can see how passionate you are about what you do. And a lot of people who I've spoken to don't necessarily have that passion that you have. So it's coming from a place where it, it's either pained you yeah. or it's either been a place of love. It's one or the other. There's no, I don't believe there's a middle for you. I think it's pain. Either, yeah, it's either pain or love. It pain, it pain. <laughs> yeah, and I think and I think <laughs> I know you're laughing, but it seems like the pain has brought some kind of positivity in order for you to show your talent to be able to shine the way you have. Like one of the things that I did read about, and I have it here on my list actually, is um, you started an album, working on an album in 2018. Uh, called coded is it coded tells yeah yeah and um you released did you release it in 2019 yeah yeah so i'm sure well i had a chance to listen to it and to me every single song was a story (laughs) every single song (laughs) was a story and i was like god damn he's been through some shit excuse my french but i was like being honest (laughs) being honest (laughs) This boy has been through some stuff and yeah. as you continue to grow and excel as a person, I know that life will get better for you and when it does get better, I think you are the kind of person that will be able to help other people who've been in a bad situation or a bad surrounding because you've been in it yourself. You can always kind of tell where someone is going but it also depends on the influences that they have around them. 
Absolutely. Which kind of dictates who they will become. So another thing I saw when I was reading up about you was you produced over 25 of your songs and you were able to master them and do production and composition on most of them yourself. But when you're looking for a producer to work with, what kind of elements are you looking for when you're looking for someone to work with? What drives you to work with someone else rather than you just doing it yourself? Look, I'm going to tell it to your face. Mm -hmm. This is the best question you asked me today. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I've got more for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, now there's this mentality people have. Yeah. Work with the biggest producers and you are going to be famous and they're going to know you and your music is going to blow. Yeah. That's what people think. Now, in my country, I've been around the country a lot. I worked with producers, top producers in the country, and I don't, I don't buy that. It doesn't work that way. When I want to work with a producer, I have my producer, and I'm telling you, if he dies today, a part of me dies with him, and he's not famous at all. But uh, I can tell you, he's one of the best in. I call him one of the best in the world because can you imagine like you go to do a song and you let's say you pay the producer and you get on the mic and there's the beat and everything and you produce and you rap for about 15 minutes and he tells you go back home and write that I'm not recording that yeah. that's not you yeah. and I'm like oh my god did he just do this? Why should I stick with them? Like there are thousands of producers. And for a moment, I think like no one has ever done this to me. No one has put this amount of interest in the music, in the message, in the content. Every time I go to do a song, he asks me like, what is the reason for you doing this song? What is the... I mean, what is the spirit behind it? Why? If there is no spirit, if you have no motivation, go do it with another producer. And then I get to tell him there is a story. So I choose a producer, him, my producer, because he, he understands where I'm coming from. He's not about the money. He's about the foundation of the music. And those other big producers never get to tell you that because they're not interested. So, yeah, that's it. And and if I had to say it, I would say it again. He is phenomenal. He shouldn't be a producer. He should be like he should start a music school and, and teach people music. But he's my my age mate. And, but too much respect for him, you know. There's one thing I was also. When I was, <laughs> there's a few things. I, I think I've read literally so much about you. And um, one of the things you did say was, <laughs> I am going to become a great and influential, influential worldwide artist and rapper. Yeah. And I highlighted it in yellow. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I just showed it to him. <laughs> I highlighted it in yellow because 
for you to say those words so passionately um you clearly know in your heart where you are going but how do you know just for people to understand you as a person how do you know in your heart that you are going to get there because for you to turn around and say i am going to be will become one of the greatest and most influential worldwide artists and rappers what made you decide to sit down and write that because that's not a line that just anybody can write yeah so probably i didn't write that my spirit wrote that yeah i like him already there's there's always me and my spirit together we're always talking even when people think i'm alone i'm never alone i always talk my spirit and you know when when i started i was doing songs with my friend some of my my friends my brothers actually i call everyone who supports my music my brother i don't have a fan they're my brothers or they're queens so when i started with my my music with my brothers we used the laptop and small devices to record sounds and the kind of comments i got from people when they actually listen when it comments that anyone made about even the top rappers. and and there were people from the US and from Canada they wanted me to come to the US so badly in Canada that they they wanted to like just pick me out from here and, and take me there at once even though i hadn't finished school i didn't have a plan and everything and you know back then they told me they showed me the impact that my music had on them for example in 2020 there was someone i spoke to in 2016 he listened to the first song i ever made that was on laptop and in 2020 he showed me like how much he had been following every single thing that i did and he said when he listened to that first song that time he changed his life because he was a drug addict he never believed in anything but he saw me from africa from cameroon doing rap doing music that moved him he never knew that could happen like he would turn to some of the rappers around him and but he stumbled on my instagram page and i changed his life and you know what when he spoke to me in 2020 he sent me a song that he had done and he was way way bigger than me now he is a really big person compared to what i am but it's my process and i know because i know what i put down when i write a song i know what i see in my producers i know what i see a deal that someone gives me that doesn't suit me i i, I don't want to rush you know it, it's gonna come and i see the the levels they're changing everything i'm getting better better and better meeting the people i want to meet not the people who are forcing me to meet them and everything it's a whole musical revolution yeah. and a revolution yeah. takes time but it, it happens at the end it must happen So I believe a lot. <laughs> See, I hope people get to understand that believing is one of the biggest things that you can have as an individual. And just 
Your, when you talk to me about your spirit, little humble, are you as I know? I know this is going to sound like a silly question, but I'm still going to ask it anyways. Do you consider yourself to be a spiritual person? And I know when you say you talk to your spirit, how can you let people know of your spiritual nature, and how? What advice would you give them? Because not everybody believes in spirituality and what it can do for them. But yeah. what would you say to someone who doesn't necessarily believe in spirituality but needs help when it comes to music and understanding the connection that your spirit and music can have with each other? What would you say to them to help them? Um, some people, they don't know what's the difference between being spiritual, being religious, being maybe even angry or loving or kind. It's it's too jumbled up, you know. Uh, making it easy. What do you feel when you listen to music? What do you feel? What do I feel? Yeah. It depends on the type of music I'm listening to, and it also depends on my spiritual awareness around me and my emotions. Most of the time, I, someone's actually asked me a question. A little humble asked me a question. <laughs> No, I love this. Um, so for me, I would say it's when I'm listening to jazz, I'm at my most soothing point. I'm at my most comfortable point in my life with jazz. I listen to jazz nearly every day. It does something for my soul. When I want to hear a story, I listen to, I call it sweet hip hop. To me, sweet hip hop has a melody that has jazz elements within it. But also the hip hop old school elements are in that too, and it's smooth. And for me, when I'm listening to that kind of music, I'm in a place where I want to hear someone's story. I want to be elevated yes. with someone's story, and that helps me understand that different people go through different things every day, which helps me as a person to be open-minded. Hence the reason why I like asking questions that nobody else asks, or I don't mind being in an uncomfortable position to ask an uncomfortable question. Because when people start to ask uncomfortable questions, people then gain knowledge, and knowledge is power. It's not money; knowledge is power. Uh, people seem to think that money is power, and I know. Nowadays, everything seems to be about money. But if you have a pure heart and pure intentions, money is not your goal. Like I'm sure for you, little humble, money is not your goal for everything. Yes, it will make you comfortable, but ultimately, I don't think money is your goal. Like you say, it's about people hearing your music and understanding that they're not alone in the world. And when I listen, just to answer your question, when I listen to different types of music. It does something for me every day in a different way. It makes me more open-minded in a different way to be able to interact with different people in different ways, and I think that's one of the best things. And thank you for asking me a question because no one does. No. <laughs> You're welcome. And I love your answer. Elevation, and of course, everyone has a spirit, and it's possible. For everyone to love something, yeah. In everyone loves something. Now, if you can put that 
into an acceptable format, into a way that's soothing, that's not harsh, in a way that's loving, not doesn't sound angry, in a way that captivates, in a way that's danceable, in a way that has all those facets, and you get everyone's spirit. And in order for you to do that, your spirit must be so, so elevated. Now, how do I grow my spirit? A day shouldn't pass without me saying that and believing that I step from one stage to another in my realm. Look, um, when I started, when I thought about becoming a rapper, the first thing was, how am I going to talk? How am I going to speak? It's true. Africans have a way of speaking. It's not like this. Yeah. Yeah. They don't talk. We don't talk like this. And I had to learn to talk like this and make this part of me. That 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 was mo- the most difficult thing I ever had to do because I needed to make my personality fit with the new personality I was going to adopt and people would think you're going crazy. You're losing who you are. You're giving away your culture. You're doing whatever. And it's about me. What do I want to offer? I chose this path. And if I chose this path, I need to learn everything about that. So I'm complete. And my spirit is totally in it. Look, there are people who are rapping. But they're not fully rapping. Because sometimes it doesn't really feel and sound like total rap. Rap is rap. So I needed to connect all the parts of my spirit together. And that's hard work. There's nothing magical about it. It's hard work. And it's just hard work that gets all those parts of your spirit together. And now I can connect with you. I can connect with them. I can connect with Asians and, and people from all over the world because it's a global thing. Right? Most definitely. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I did. And it's working. <laughs> yeah, like the it's working. <laughs> if you had the music industry in the palm of your hands, little humble, so you had all the power that you ever want now, what would you do to change the music industry? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to say something that you're gonna need to digest go on there is enough space in the world for everyone to be a star i agree with you so if you are influential if you can make me blow make me blow if i can make you blow blow me up we should all blow one another up i can getting about stop thinking about um he can take my space he can take my fans and stop fighting like what's the point i rap about the things i rap about no one raps about the things i rap about i have my own fans and you're gonna have yours that's the way we should grow but around me there's so much uh, hatred and uh, not promoting one another and that has to change that has to stop would you say that's more the jealous side exactly exactly and 
you see they're in the in a global sense for example in you know western world like in america and europe and asia and there's certain things i can't i can't explain because i'm not physically there so i don't understand how that works but here i guess if we do that we can become the biggest we can become really really i don't know how to put it but i guess you see what i'm trying to say from my from my expression because people don't believe honestly supporting someone who's doing something that out of his talent he's doing something because he's talented and it's good and you should appreciate it and promote it to a level where he can reach more people it's not about him getting money it's about him reaching more people and having more people listen or see what he's doing if we promote more and stop all that jealousy and hatred and grow together as one people then we can become the biggest together yeah say i don't know if it's one particular culture that's like that but i do see other cultures who do unite and for some reason i don't understand even if it's even if i'm talking about our culture okay i don't know why our culture has a tendency to have this jealousy or want what you have or but we don't die with anything when we leave we only leave the memories that we have given to people for them to remember who we are as individuals yeah? and that in itself is a beautiful sentiment anyway the money you have the clothes on your back you don't take with you. um but for some reason they were humble people seem to think that they're going to take that with them um and they want to be known for how much money they have like i always say to people yeah and i don't know if you agree with me tell me if you don't or you do i i love when people tell me their opinions when you buy a car for instance and you're showing your car off to somebody else you're not really buying the car for yourself you're buying the car for someone else yeah absolutely but if you are humble with your stuff and you are happy and content with who you are and what you have you will get more and it will show yeah and everyone around you will be like well that person is actually really kind and they don't show off what they have they they love doing what they do like you do with your music and it's I, nice it's nice yeah it's nice and i think you are right in the sense where we should come together as a community as an, a nation as people of color or it, or it doesn't matter where you're from just come together but i don't know why people are finding that part so hard you are taught to dislike another generation you, i was walking home today and there was this little boy and he was a european little boy he didn't care what color i was he didn't care how old i was and he was waving to me like hello hi are you okay he couldn't be more than 3 years old and his mum was laughing and then my partner said to me that boy has is pure and the reason why he is pure because he has not been taught what prejudice is um what hate is he only knows what love is and i wish that people had more of that in them so for me it's it's what well, it's a hard conversation to have because a lot of people don't want to have that conversation because somebody always has something negative to say somewhere down the line but i believe that 
we could unite just like you said but it just takes that love and passion and not to be jealous of what somebody else has because if you help someone that person will help you unless they are a jealous person too exactly that's the point see so if you could reveal little humble one thing about yourself or to your brothers or your queens as you call them rather than fans yeah if you could reveal one thing about yourself that nobody knows so that your people can connect with you more what would you tell them i would tell them i as a person i have taken too many drugs in my life yes let me explain i've taken physical drugs drugs from the hospital because i was born weak i don't know what happened like i'm not as strong as everyone uh, most of the time my friends are stronger than me they're taller than me they're bigger than me and healthier than me so um like most part of my life in the past i've been taking drugs to complement that missing part and when i sing about drugs it's not just for nothing it's because i have lived that and i continue to live that most people think i'm a normal person but i'm not normal and i knew i was a normal right from a very very young age and most of the times i cried like all the time there were things people did that i couldn't do cuz it was clear so i took too many of those drugs and then there were emotional drugs too like people said like things to me that were unimaginable at young ages and i felt sick a lot so i feel like i'm not who everyone thinks i am you know right now after this talk with you i can focus sick and I would need drugs to get better. So that's one thing that people don't know. They always see the smiling little humble or the rapping little humble or the catchy little humble and think my life is perfect, but it's been it's terrible, especially in my side in my quiet moments when I meditate and think those drugs they have terrible effects on me. And I feel those effects today. So If there are people who are listening to me now, that's something that I haven't really ever told like anyone. I'm sure they. I know it's it's hard when you're having a bad experience. And do you feel that you can? Do you feel that people help you, or do you feel like when you try to talk to people, people listen to you? Because a lot of the time. when people either come on the show and they share something about themselves that people don't know about them it's like a cry for help in a way so do you feel that you need help with it or do you feel that the people listening to your music give you help from what they say to you or do you feel that you can get better as an individual with support from from your queens and your brothers and people like myself who interview you and do you care about you 
how do you feel that you can get better as an individual? Cool. Um, I care a lot about myself. I care a lot about people. Actually, I love everyone. So, I think the way people help me is if they listen to my music more. Yeah. That's one of the ways they can help me. Uh, for example, you talked about Coded Tales, and a lot of people don't even know I put out an album called Coded Tales, and that's one of the most, um, I don't know how to call it, there's too much information in Coded Tales that people haven't even known, noticed up till now. So I need, I need to reach more people with my music. That way, I heal emotionally. And I'm gonna get opportunities where I can improve my health situation and try to become a little bit more normal. But knowing that, because there's so many people out there like me who don't have the opportunity to to say what I'm saying or who don't have people who can say it so they can listen and relate to them. So I'm saying it now and those people, I guess they can listen like deeply to the things I say in my music. And then they will be helping me and in turn, I will have the opportunity to help myself and help many more directly or indirectly later. What does normal mean to you? Because you talk about being normal a lot. But what does it mean to you as an individual? A normal person, a normal person. Um, lives a normal life. Take for for example, me. I don't drink like normal water that people drink around me. Not because I'm trying to live a high standard of living. That's because of my health condition. And some people think it's it's not it's crazy not to drink like normal portable water that people drink. And I don't do that. And if I eat certain foods that people eat, those foods are gonna worry me and I'm not gonna sleep well. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna feel so bad. And there's just those kind of things that make what I live not normal. And I don't like do alcohol like normal people. So if I could like be close to that, if I could enjoy food and enjoy alcohol to a certain degree and enjoy being around people and not feeling down and depressed and drink normal water and i can you know it makes me feel like i'm like most of the people around me because up till now i have never felt everyone around me always looks different and, and i admire some of them and some of those people admire me most of those people admire me because they don't know what state of mind i'm in so that's what normal means to me like those personal things that that worry me directly my health my mental situation if i can get close to healing from those things then maybe i can know what normal is how, how long do you think it will take in order for you to feel normal once things start happening for you as an individual when do you think it's gonna start happening when 
I'd love to be able to give you the answer. <laughs> That's not an honest question. Um, they're going to happen. So, the question was, what was the question? <laughs> when do you feel like things are going to happen for you? When? I feel just so that Just so that you can start feeling normal within yourself. And then there's no date or how can I say there's no date or time when you can feel normal as an individual. But just for you, you have a feeling inside you of when you know it's going to happen. Yes. I know that's going to happen when my music finally gets out. Like real out. What is in the, my song no, go on, honey. I sing and I say mm-hmm. if I die today my music will live on yes, I love that I say that because I believe that I haven't seen that actually happening like 95% because a lot of people too many people I mean too much many people haven't listened to my music yet 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 exactly that's the point once I start feeling and seeing that many more people are understanding that music you know and are relating to it then I'm gonna start healing because when they do that when people give like the kind some personal comments people find out who I am and call me and tell me my music spoke to their hearts and they were about to do something crazy they were in a situation and i feel like i'm born again in a new world with a new life and the feeling is great but then it doesn't happen too often it doesn't happen like all the time all the time and that's what i need like to know that people are healing because of what i'm doing that's going to heal me so once okay. i start getting back i'm going to heal okay What's the best and worst thing about being a rapper? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The worst thing about being a rapper is for me. Ah. The worst thing about being a rapper is knowing that you have so much to give and people it, it isn't getting to people it isn't reaching your audience i'm going to give you an example where i'm from we don't have like direct access to major streaming platforms spotify apple music and all that people around me don't use those platforms to listen to music in the past they did it because there was no access to that But recently because we found I found we found ways to go around that system um we're getting presence on those platforms and now many more people are listening usually we used to have just youtube and the concept was this people were addicted to looking at music and viewing music and that's wrong people should listen to music so we had to bring back the listening concept and put music on places where people can listen not watch. Yeah. That's the process. 
So the worst thing about being a rapper is putting out good music and it doesn't reach a lot of people. It doesn't reach the people you expect it to reach. It can it can break you. It can tear you down and it can make you want to start doing a business or <laughs> doing something else. <laughs> How do you feel about the message of rap and the industry compared to, say... 80s music to 2020 music how do you feel like the rap music has changed within all that time and the message within rap in the 80s compared to the message in the rap in 2020 okay finally you asked this question and we're gonna settle this once and for all mm-hmm. and I want anyone listening to me to um, think a lot about what I say before judging me now, I was born in 1996, so I didn't get the chance to listen to 80s and 70s and 90s. <laughs> but after I was born and growing up, I had an idea of what that music was about, and honestly, I didn't like it. You know why? Go on. Okay. I didn't like it because it wasn't stylish. It wasn't beautiful. It wasn't danceable, you but, know. But it, then wasn't it telling a story? Telling a story. Of course, but it told a story. Yes. And here's the difference. Look, you can tell a story uh, without a beat. You can just tell me a story and I'm going to hear, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, what if I tell you that story on a nice beat? in a nice atmosphere and you can dance and enjoy while listening to that story how does it feel even better <laughs> which one is better <laughs> even better <laughs> now you see what I'm saying take for example Eminem Eminem for example if I want to write music I first have to listen to Eminem then I go into my spiritual state look Eminem he understood that. Now, he's making his music enjoyable, lyrical, a lot of messages. And that's the point. I don't condemn music of the 80s and 90s. I think that was their time. I think this is our time. I think both times were good based on when they happened. But if I was to pick one period, over the other I would pick this one over that one because this one has more advantages over that one okay what do you mean yeah. in opportunities um opportunities and pluses okay pluses like like the feelings like the the atmosphere the dancing the rhythm, the flair. I heard about Tupac and and I read a lot of Tupac's lyrics and I think they were monstrous. Sometimes I I think music in that time was a little bit too serious and too scary (laughs) and almost frightful because there was so much message so much lyrics too much you know it wasn't like 
subtle. It was too hard. Now it's broken down and it's flowing. But we can still always get that message. Like I said, like what I'm doing, right? I can bring the message from the 80s and the rhythm and feeling from the 2020s and make the ultimate sound. That's why I think I'm going to be one of the greatest. But don't you feel like the people from the 80s and the 70s were the ones to pave a way for yourself to be a rapper today, enabling you to be able to use their music to influence your music, then for you to influence somebody else's music to bring it out? They are, of course. They totally are. If they didn't do that, then I wouldn't have the people today I look up to to make music. Of course. No. Yeah. That makes so total they sense. They are... They are the... I think... I used to say rappers are one of the most intelligent people in the world. Do you believe me? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, I do actually. Thank you. Now I have a friend. Now look, those people in those times, they were so and too smart. And that's why there's this transition. Because... They thought about how they could present their music. And it worked so well. Now they passed on that gene to the new rappers. And because they are smart too, they found a new trend. And now they passed it on to me and my generation. And we're going to make another one. So they are like our forefathers. And all the respect goes to them, of course. Always. What are the challenges you face within music and how do you overcome them? Challenges. Challenges. I think it's just promotion. Promotion. If, If I had, if I could, if I had the opportunities, I would just promote my music to the farthest places I could. So I make a song. And for me to get that song to people who can listen, who actually want to listen, takes a lot. I actually put too much work into making the song and producing it and getting it out. And then I still have to put a lot into promoting that song and getting it to the audience. It's crazy difficult for me. And of course, all challenges people face starting something, especially something as big as what I'm starting, is support, um, financial support. We never have enough money, especially where I come from. It's always that. And we have to go to great lengths to make the moves we make. And some people don't understand what we do to get there. But I believe that every day I have a new opportunity to have someone who can spread my my works and my legacy that I'm gonna leave finally to another person. So promotion, like when you first talked to me when we first spoke, I thought about what's gonna happen. Um, how much am I gonna tell you, and how would you be able to help me? And I realized this was an interview, and I knew I was gonna say a lot. If I can have opportunities to get my music out there, my story and everything, those are the challenges that I don't 
want to find too hard to face because I don't have the opportunities to. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Was there ever a point in your life where you wanted to give up Little Humble because you have the lack of money or funds or you didn't have support? What did you do to stop yourself and say to yourself, you know what? I'm going to keep on going because the road ahead is bright, even though there are, you know, there are hurdles that I have to overcome. How did you push yourself to keep going and what advice would you give someone who is in your position? Um, as long as you're alive, as long as you're not dead, you can make something happen. As long as you're alive, everyone on earth today is a smart person and deserves respect. I agree with you. When I felt like giving up, because I had no money to, to even go to the studio and make a sound. And then I will ask myself, what happens to me now? What happens to all the people who are waiting to me to get music out, but who don't support me? It's not their fault. Maybe they don't support me because they don't have or because they don't want to. I don't know what to think. But then as a person and being alive, I saw to you can't imagine um alternative ways to make money there is always a possibility to do something else that can get you something else they can get you closer to getting something they can make you go a step ahead so as long as you you look at the bigger picture like you have this goal to get what's going to be your reason for stopping now apart from death the only thing that can stop you is death as long as you're alive if you make a sound now and go give it to your neighbor and he or she listens that's a step you're taking further that can encourage you to come back and think of ways to get more money to promote your music get to more places right now I'm thinking of more ways i can used to get my music more places but i don't have the means and the funds yet but i must conceive those ideas and then i'm gonna find ways to get that so as long as we are alive we can never be defeated that's true i think that's a good i think that's some good advice for people out there because sometimes a lot of people especially what's going on at the moment they feel like they they're stuck they need help and i say this all the time to every single person who's on my podcast especially at this time we all need help from somewhere and it's and i think you've just given some great advice to upcoming artists and especially young artists who are struggling out there here's a question for you that might make you think or you might have it in your head already but you're intelligent so i know you're going to come at me with something if there was one song in the history of music that you said to yourself i wish i wrote that song what song would you choose and why would you choose that particular song out of millions of songs that are out there? Eminem, Mockingbird. See, I knew you knew it straight away. I had a feeling that you were just going to come out of it straight away. Why would you choose that song? Eminem, Mockingbird, because in 2020, like, like yesterday and today, I listened to that song. 
when something is perfect it is perfect um i don't mean like perfect perfect i mean perfect the way it should be there are songs that have spirit and spirits and almost everything in them and you know those kinds of songs once you listen to them yeah i said eminem mockingbird because it's a song that has lasted for generations up till now so from my generation onward there's going to be a new song for me yeah and there's so many songs in my mind that i'm going to pick in 10 years to come yeah but for now yeah. it's that song because it just it just is it it's it <laughs> like I no, I understand it. Some, sometimes you don't have an explanation for why you like a song, but it just resonates with you and connects with you like no other song does. And when you hear it, it does something to you. Yeah, exactly. There you go. You just, yeah, you said it all. That's the point. That's exactly what I wanted to say. What? Well, I kind of said this before, but what message? Because I've only got two more questions for you. What message would you give to your fans? Well, as you say, your brothers and your yeah. queens to say, keep going, be positive, don't give up. I would say um, I went, I came against so many odds. I fought so many demons. I broke so many boundaries. And today I have people from all over the world listening to my music and i did that just with a handful of people and nothing and if i could do that imagine what you can do and more to that i did that being a weak fragile and a poor person coming from where i came from Imagine what you can do coming from where you are from. So many people go to the internet and they look for the disadvantages of certain things. Yeah. Others look for the benefits because it, it makes them comfortable. What makes you comfortable will not make you grow will not make you improve will not make you become a an inspiration for another person most of the times people say step out of your comfort zone and do something great they just say it in words but they don't actually practice that now if you're listening to me if there are things that you thought about doing and you told yourself they're too difficult i can't do that i just need a normal life and i gotta keep going and, and eating and sleeping then you're in your comfort zone and soon that comfort zone is going to make you think like you should sleep and life's not worth it and everything look for the things that can challenge you and keep going because what i'm doing today six years back no one around me no one thought anyone from where i'm from any my neighborhood and surroundings could ever do that but i'm doing it and i'm gonna do a lot more so that's it i guess i said a lot yeah. 
little humble my last question for you actually i'm gonna throw one more extra in for you because i haven't heard you say it yet normally people tell me if you could choose one quote that represents you as a person what quote would you choose and why would you choose that quote the quote is from my song i'm a humble kid and i got a big dream yeah i understand why you said it yes i'm a humble kid and i gotta beat you you know we will change the mentalities of people in cameroon africa in the world what we're doing my brothers and me because people don't have dreams and that's terrible if you're i can tell you if you don't have a dream you should find one because soon this world the world we live in it's going to be so i don't know advanced that if you don't have a dream you're not going to fit in everyone is starting to act like uh, a big person you know a dream chaser and dreams are the things that are not going to leave you if anything does take for example you have a boyfriend you have a family you have money you have whatever all those things can leave you at one point you're going to be on your own but the only thing that's never going to leave you is your dream so i'm a humble kid and i'm always going to have a dream so whoever is thinking about leaving me can't take my dream away from me that's powerful that's powerful yes thank you it's definitely powerful see now this leads to my last question <laughs> little humble where can people find you if they want to listen to your music if they want to get in touch with you if they want to give you more opportunities just to be your authentic self where can people find you on all your social medias like facebook instagram twitter linkedin where can people find you um of course they can find me on all social media mm-hmm. facebook instagram LinkedIn, Twitter, um, YouTube. On YouTube, I have some tags on that. But I also have, I give out my email address. I don't think that's private anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. I need tons of mails and they're those that are going to spark something. <laughs> so... <laughs> They can't reach out to me through my email, to my social media, YouTube, and they just always search for that little humble. And there's something that people often mistake. They think it's one L for Lil, no, but it's two, two L's. Yeah. yeah. So they can always find me on any of that, or they can come to Cameroon and find me myself. <laughs> You hear that, guys? Go get a ticket. Buy a ticket to Cameroon. And you'll find it will humble. You'll be at the airport waiting for you. <laughs> to come. Sure. Uh, on that note, little humble, I want to thank you so much for coming on the Ask People podcast. You have been inspirational to 
I'm sure the people who are listening today and will continue to listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you to a lot. It has been a great step for me. I feel a lot relieved after this. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome so much. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Us People podcast. And please continue to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, iTunes, and any other platform that you prefer to listen to. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also donate to the Us People podcast so we can continue to interview people like Little Humble and tell us about things that's gone on in their lives and be able to share that experience with us so we can share that experience with you. Please donate by simply going to the Savvy Rocks website or going to PayPal and typing in paypal.me forward slash Podcast. Thank you for listening. Stay happy, stay positive and as always, continue to be kind to one another. How do you feel, Han? Wow. I feel... I feel great. I feel good. It was like the world was listening to me. And it's like... That feeling is good. I imagine... Doing this... Every day. Every day. <laughs> thank you so much. So, so, so. I'm going to get the opportunity to thank you in the future. I promise. I'm going to do that. You don't know, but I know. <laughs>